Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. So tonight, I'm going to talk about change, changing your mind, change your world. Change your mind, change your world. And this is something very important as a uh, believer, uh, and we'll see this, that, we, that we've got to do continually. Our thoughts, now I'm not talking about changing your mind to the light of revelation of things that you already know. I'm talking about changing your mind to things that you may have not heard before. And then when you see it, you have a responsibility to renew your mind to that lighter revelation of something. And even every day, you still have to renew your mind to some things because thoughts come at us at 100 miles per hour. Good or bad. And so... What, what do we do? Like when we start thinking, we start building our world. You know, faith and hope work together. Hope is what? We've been, we t- pastor teaches this. Hope is, the, is a picture of what faith can bring you. Well, where does the picture start? In our mind. And so sometimes we can get a distorted mind picture, if you will, a distorted hope of something that we have to renew our mind to in order to get the proper picture to bring that, where our faith brings that into perspective. But then there's also our self-image. When you start thinking bad about yourself, you're going to start carrying that out. And I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But, li- but listen, there are, there are correction opportunities or, or, or uh, if I could say uh, adjustment opportunities. And I've recently, in the last couple of weeks, with pastors uh, continuing in the truth, for me, that's a lot of uh, correction opportunities, adjustment opportunities for me when he's been talking about love and realizing, you know, about how many things have I started putting in my thought process about people, things, situations, and then reflecting that person's situation or how that person spoke to me or that person, how they're doing something on my insecurities that I put in there that I didn't renew my mind to. And so then I've got this clouded image. Let's say, for instance, Jamie. And I've never renewed my mind to actually loving my neighbor as myself. And I start looking at him a little bit different, but he didn't do anything. I just never renewed my mind to it. So this is a process for us to understand that mind renewal is something that we do every day. Every day. It's continuous throughout the day, not just once a day. We don't get up, brush our teeth, call it, and renew our mind and call it good for the rest of the day. It's a continual thing that we do every day. So what do we do when we encounter an adjustment opportunity? We renew our mind to it. We examine it. We, we, we take it and say, okay, does that fit with God? We see it in the Word of God. We renew our mind to it. And us knowing and being established, here we go, in the perfect will of God for our life is connected, directly connected to mind renewal. It's directly connected to mind renewal. Proverbs 23, 7. 
Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Powerful passage here. And it's talking about our thoughts. And it says, For as he or she thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, says he to, uh, says he to you, but his heart is not with you. But as he thinks, for as he thinks in his heart, so, so is he. As you begin, that's the reason why the Bible also talks to us about guarding your heart. Because once something grabs, gets a hold of your mind and you start getting an image or something of that and, and you start developing right in your, that image, you start going in that direction. That's the reason why when we start, we're not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. You know, being around faith people will help bring you into a mindset and help bring those words into you that help build you up, right? And that starts in the mind. That starts, that starts there. And so understanding that as you think in your heart, so what are you thinking on? Are you thinking more about the problem? Than the answer. And I know it sounds cliche, but I find myself going, man, I'm thinking too much about that problem. And I'm not focused enough on the answer. Right? I've heard the answer, but I've spent too much time thinking about the problem. Now, I have a, I have a weird way of doing things, and I was actually sharing with the young adults last night, a couple of them. I like to tear things apart to see how it works. Perfectly good thing doesn't matter. Now, I've learned my lesson not to do it, you know, like computers and stuff like that. Pfft, no, that's too much. But when I was a kid, I got this nice, cool bike, right? And this bike looked like a, 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 a Kawasaki Ninja. It was a bicycle. My mom didn't buy me a Kawasaki Ninja when I was like seven. But anyway, this bike it looked cool. It had some plastic on the outside. It was all built just like it, just with pedals, you know? And uh, I was curious about the frame. What did it look like underneath? How did the, how did they build this thing? And so uh, my my dad gave me a screwdriver set and a little toolbox. Yeah, and you know what's happening. And so I was out there just tearing it all apart. And they just bought it for me, like as a Christmas present. It was like maybe two three months later. And uh, so I'm <laughs> so I'm in. I'm out there on the porch just taking it apart. And I remember mom coming out. She goes, Ronnie. What are, you, what are you doing? I want to know how it worked. And I couldn't get it back together. <laughs> My mind was not renewed to the, uh, to the information of how that thing went together. But I was curious. My mind started, and I wanted to see how it worked. So I go backwards at times, I was, you know, and that's not the right way of thinking. Because I'll look at the problem instead of the answer. And when I should be looking at the answer and, and forget about the problem. Amen. I'm not saying that you, you just do away with anything that might be... You've got to attack it with faith and you've got to renew your mind to the answer of it and walk in that answer. But there's, there's a problem when we start getting wrapped up in the... Uh, I say a problem. How do I want to say this? We, we hinder ourselves from the answer when we think too much about the problem. We hinder ourselves when we think too much about the, uh, the problem. So in this scripture here, this is simple. Think, see, and be. So as you think, you're going to see yourself. And so are you. So that's your be. Think, see, be. And so the mind is a powerful tool 
that God has given us. He's given us that to renew to our new creature, right? But we have a powerful asset because the imagination that... God's given us an imagination. It's not a bad thing. The bad thing is when we start imagining vain and ungodly things. And we'll get to that here in a minute. But, but our imagination, it, it's to, it's to, we can see the house that we want, right? Can anybody see the house that they want? That's a tool, right? There are, there are things, or the car, or, you know, what do you want for your kid? What does your bank account look like? So you can imagine things. God's given us that as a tool, right? Romans 12, 2. Praise God. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. We'll start at verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God... That you present your bodies a, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but you be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what, that, what, uh, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. One of the most comforting things about Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 is he's writing to a bunch of saved, born-again people. He's not talking about renewing your mind because you've just accepted Jesus. He's talking here and says, Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, he's writing to the Romans, they're, they're born again. And he said, he's saying, don't be conformed to the world. Don't be conformed to the world. This word conformed here is one's mind and character to another's pattern. One's mind and character to another's pattern. And so you don't want to conform. There's a lot of pressure in, in today's society to, society to conform, to be patterned, to change your character. To accept, right? Love and accept, which is not biblical. We love, but it doesn't mean we have to accept. But there, that's that peer pressure. You know, peer pressure as you get older, I mean, they talk about it in high school and, and middle school and school about peer pressure. Ooh, peer pressure. It doesn't go away when you're an adult. Seems to get a little bit more intense. I mean, like they were preparing us for the peer pressure in the adult life. <laughs> Because I, you know, when I got out of the house, I didn't have mom. You better not do that. That was that was some good pressure. <laughs> I got some pressure, all right. As an adult, the peer pressure is like you are you are there, and that that pressure, the world, the pressure of the world is trying to get you and I to conform to their standard and their pattern and turn our character, the character of Christ that's supposed to be developed in us, into the world's way of doing things, into the world's way of thinking about things. We're not supposed to think the world thinks. We're supposed to be different. Not weird. Different. You get too many people trying to be weird about things. And that's not, that's not good. That's, you see somebody weird, that puts some thoughts in your mind. That's weird. 
But we're supposed to be different. We've been called to be different. Jesus was different. He was different when he came here. And when we are supposed to be Christ-like, we're still not supposed to... Listen, the world was the world then and the world is world now. Just because technology and, and different things have, have changed and the pressure of the world has, seems to increase to, you know what? You don't have your way of thinking. you got to think the way I think. you got to do what we do. Or else you, we're going to what cancel culture you. That's a new thing or whatever it is right now. We're just going to boycott you. Boycott me. You weren't there... Anyway, earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so, okay, you unfriended me on Facebook or whatever. I, bye. <laughs> like the old song says, I'm going on with Jesus just the same. He didn't call us to be conformed to the world. He's called us to be transformed. And how do we do that? By the renewing of our mind. To what? The Word of God. That we may prove. Prove. Anybody know what that, that proof, like a, uh, that means like proof, like if you, uh, uh, like metals, right? Or a coin. Uh, my dad collects coins, and one of the things that, you know, his, oh, that's a, you know, 90 proof or 100 proof, depends on, you know, the mint or whatever, or uh, different metals that, you know, it's a, it's a proof or whatever, like 18 karat, all that stuff is a type of uh, proof, I believe. And uh, in that, proof is Basically, testing. They test metals. They proof it. It's proof, if that makes sense. And that's a testing of it. And so what that means is say, when you renew your mind to the Word of God, you're able to take a thought and test it against the knowledge of God. Right? You're able to take it and say, I've renewed my mind to the Word of God on healing. Right? Anybody ever learned something about healing around here? I was raised with the thought process that I had to be sick. Or God was putting that on you to teach you something. Well, my mind was renewed to the promise or to, or to, the, to, the, uh, uh, to the healing power of God in my life that I don't have to be sick. I can live divine health. Well, until I did that, any thought that came across my mind, you know, was like, oh, well, God's trying to teach you something. Well, I never renewed my mind to that until I heard and found in the Word of God that I don't have to be sick. Well, what I do? Renew my mind to who I am in Christ, a healthy person. Divine health is mine. He didn't go on the cross in vain. Renewed my mind to it. So now when a thought crosses my mind about sickness, it doesn't even go down that road anymore about, well, this is God trying to put something on me. No, because I've, I've transformed my mind, right, into what the Word of God says. Now I've proven that thought to be not of God, not good. And I do what the Word says, casting down those imaginations and everything that exalts itself above the knowledge what you know of God. Right? So that's what we're doing. This is, this, you could, I've heard this before, and maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I know uh, uh, the word brainwashed was a term I've heard. Well, they just, brain, pastor's just brainwashing you. He's just brainwashing you. That faith stuff's just brainwashing you. 
Well, some of, y'all, some of us, me at one point, and still sometimes, we need a good scrubbing. Yes. <laughs> we need a good scrubbing. We need something to, we need something to wash at. You might as well use the Word of God. It's the washing of the water of the Word. Let that Word wash your brain. (laughs) So if this is brainwashing, sign me up. I want to be transformed by the Word of God. Why? Because when I transformed... My thinking into what God thinks of me and what the Word says about me, then my world changes. My world will completely change. I bet everybody in here has had the world change since they started coming here. Once you started getting a hold of the revelation, the truth, and the light on certain topics and certain things that you've experienced in your life, it's changed. And somebody's like, well, not yet, but you know what? Keep the faith. Keep putting the word on it. Don't change your mindset. Don't change it. Keep the word on it. Keep renewing your mind to what God is saying, and it will change your world that you're in right now. Praise God. Transformed. This is the same This is the same word used to describe Jesus in Mark chapter 9, verse 2. Let's go there real quick. Mark 9, chapter 2. Hallelujah. Or, Mark, Mark, verse 2, not chapter 2, excuse me. It says, And after six days Jesus talked with him, Peter and James and John, and lead them up to a high mountain apart by themselves, And he was transfigured before them. That same word, transfigured, is the same word here in Romans 12 too, as being transformed. So when he says transform, so this has given us a a significant understanding that it's something that what happened to Jesus was from the inside out. It wasn't an outside in thing. It It was an inside out word transfiguration. That happened, giving us this this idea of metamorphosis, transfiguration, transformation. Here, this is talking about a metamorpho, which is metamorphosis. Get it out. Which is we know the butterfly, right? Well, that caterpillar on the inside is a butterfly. Because a a caterpillar doesn't turn into a butterfly from the outside in. It's from the inside out. That lets us know that the glory of God that is resting on the inside of us, when we're transformed, is an outward expression. When we renew our mind, we are transforming ourselves from the inside out. That's why when you start looking at somebody who's thinking on negative thoughts or thinking down a road or starting to, to latch on to what the enemy is talking to them about, what I mean by latch on is continually start thinking about it, trying to, med- or they're basically inadvertently meditating on what the enemy is saying. We talked about this morning, ref- refusing the care. 
talking about grabbing a hold of those things, propping the door open, and the enemy's just putting stuff in those thoughts in your mind, left and right. Well, it's this. It's cancer. Oh, well, if it's not cancer, let me say it's, uh, it's the COVID. It's this. It's that or whatever. And until you, and you start thinking about those things, you will see a transformation of that person, good or bad. Whatever it is that they're thinking on is going to start showing up on the outside. You see somebody thinking negatively about themselves, you'll start seeing it in their demeanor. You'll see it on their face. That's why sometimes when pastor comes up to me and said, what are you thinking on? I'm like, what does my face say? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Joy! (laughs) And that's not a bad thing or anything. It's not like a gotcha moment or anything, but... You know, but I think about that. You know, I'm like, oh man, what what is my what is my demeanor saying? What am I thinking on? And I've caught myself so many times just being like, I like like I said, spending too much time thinking about that situation. That the part of me is doing what Proverbs 23 says: that as a man thinks, so is he. And I've got to renew my mind because I don't want to think in my heart something that I'm not supposed to be thinking in my heart. Because I'm going to start being that. Think CB. It's important as believers. The joy and peace, right, that's evidence of faith in our life is something that we got to renew our mind to. Because there's things that, you know what, I'm in faith. And don't, just don't even show it. Like it's, you know, I'm in faith about that. Well, joy, where's my joy and peace? Because I'm thinking more about the problem than the answer. Well, I'm saying the right things, but in my heart, am I really transforming my mind to that image or that, that end result that I want? It's a continual process. So the glory on the inside having its full expression on the outside. So there's an outward arrival of God's plan that we cannot enter into until we renew our mind to see ourselves in it. Ministering. You know, I mean, I went through a season of being gone. You know what that means. You know, I got out of church. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I just didn't think that I could really do it again. I I didn't think that God would really, you know, like it was just kind of like, okay, I'll serve in the church, but as far as like speaking and ministry, I had to I had to renew my mind to God's grace and God's you know uh, mercy in my life and see myself doing this speaking in the student room. I had to see myself in that position before I can walk into it. That's just like going on Jamie's job. If I never see how it's done, and I grab a tool. I might hurt myself. Put it down. Put it down. But there's teaching and training that happens with that job. And when you see, okay, here's an example. This is what this is. Jackhammer. Do you work with jackhammers? All right. I don't know anything about jackhammers. But you would say this is a jackhammer. This is the on button, this is how you start it, and this is how you hold it, and this is what you do, this is how you keep your how far you keep your toes away from it. Whatever, all those little things. So he's 
he's painting a picture for me. So when I grab a hold of that thing, it won't grab a hold of me. <laughs> Amen. Right? So I'm seeing this in my mind. I'm getting an image of it. I'm transforming my mind to how to use that. And when the Word of God comes to pass in our life, and we start seeing how we are supposed to be, we are supposed to transform our mind to what that is, to know how to walk in everything God has for us. When we hear, Christians don't cuss. Praise the Lord. Light. We don't cuss. That was the time I had to renew my mind to that. I was raised in church, y'all, but I got away. I said, I said, we're gone for a minute. Join the military. That is not a very clean-talking organization. God love them. <laughs> Brother Bus says true. And I joined the crowd. I renewed my mind to the ways of the Marine Corps. Well, I came back. <laughs> I came back with spending eight and a half years of so ingraining my mind to lifestyles, to ways of thinking, to just garbage, that it was just reactionary. It just come out. You know the old proverbial thumb smash? Beep. Whatever. And it was so bad, I was working on it. And uh, pastor don't know this, but it's on here now. <laughs> it's a good example. It was right when I moved, moved back from California. He, moved, he was moving, and I said, I'll help you move. And so I was helping him move. And boy, I was, I was thirsty. We, it was all day, you know. Uh, and I was tired a little bit and just thirsty, you know. Just, and I'm, I need a water. So... Uh, me and a family member were driving through uh, McDonald's to get some water. That was right there around the corner. So I was like, let's get, let's get some water. I'm at the drive-thru for just, just water, please. Thank you. And I get around the corner, and I'm sitting at the window. I am parched. <laughs> what is taking them so long? To the point, I'm getting aggravated. I have not renewed my mind to patience. And I, and I just said, what is taking them so long with an expletive in there? <laughs> and his family member is like, well, at least you didn't do that in front of pastor. <laughs> I said, yes. But immediately I was like, oh, yes, that's right. Renew my mind. Lord, forgive me. Moving on. But it took some renewing. <laughs> Moving on from that one. I got my water. I was thankful. But, you know, that was a process. You know, that took some time. You know, I mean, I've invested a lot of time in a lot of words. But supernaturally, God was meeting me in there when I would recognize and start going, okay, like I said, the light of the matter was, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. That's what the Word says, right? 
I'm not going to cuss. But I had this flesh side of me that I had to renew to what the knowledge of the Word says. And so it took me exercising restraint, reminders, faith friends. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, not coming under condemnation because of it, but recognizing, hey, you know what? They love me enough to give me a call. And renewing my mind to that, and I'm like, why are they nosy? (laughs) Can I get a witness? Right? So we've got to renew our minds to see ourselves in a lot of this stuff. And so when I hear messages like uh, continuing the truth from what Pastor Series and other messages as well too, I have to have an intent. My intent is to apply what I hear when I'm here or through podcast or, or whatever it is, however you're listening to the word. My intent when I'm listening is to apply what I'm learning. What I'm hearing. Renewing my mind to what's discovered to be accurate. Right? In my life. So Ephesians 4, 22. Intention. Praise God. You know, that's another thing. Ephesians 4, 22. The intent. Hallelujah. Hold your place there. Hebrews 4.12, that word intent or my intention, says in in Hebrews 4.12 it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Thoughts and intentions are two different things, according to the word. That's two different things. So you can have a bad thought with no intention. It's happened. But the more I renew my mind, the less that comes, and I recognize them quickly and cast them down. But sometimes you have an angry thought or you start thinking ill will towards somebody and you you catch it and you're saying, okay, that's a thought. But the word of God, it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, basically revealing that that thought does not line up with what that thought was or with the word of God. That thought didn't line up. But the intent... And thoughts, intent is mean like, if I can say like, Michelle, I'm intending to hand you this microphone in a minute, whatever. My intention, that's an action. My intent. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching my thought to do that, what I'm thinking on. See, that's why you don't let thoughts hang out in your mind so long 
that they take root in you and start changing your life because the attention starts forming when you start thinking that way. Substance abuse is a good example in this. I can have a thought of doing a certain drug and say, no, cast that thought down. But I can have a thought of doing a certain drug and then make an intent to go and do it. I can stretch my thought to where it becomes an action. I can bend that thought to where I'm like, okay, it's going to happen. That's why, I mean, I've, I've shared this at school. I've shared this a few, t- a few places. That's why there's places I just don't go through, neighborhoods I just don't go through, people I just don't talk to. Why? Number one, I'm not called to them. I, you know, certain, certain people, because anytime I've tried to talk to them, they've tried to change the influence around the other way. So there, there needs to be a separation of a season there for me. And so I, I recognize that. Now, it's been years since I've, I've really had any direction that way. But that's the, thi- that's the thing is because when I'm renewing my mind, I'm not going to set myself up for failure. You renew your mind to something, you renew your mind to it. You don't keep picking it up, examining. Oh, 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 oh you know. You cast it down. You leave it there. And so there are, there are, there are things and areas that, that I just refuse to go through and just avoid the, the temptation or the thoughts, the old feelings. Start, stop digging up old feelings. Because you're start like, oh, remember the good old days? Hey, I'm work, you know, I work on this too because there's things that sometimes, you know, a thought will cross my mind about that or I'll hear something it'll it'll spark. Oh, hey, remember that or remember this? Man, yeah. And then you start entertaining. Then you start dwelling on it and then your thought starts becoming an intent. And that's going to pull you into something and the next thing you know, you are what your heart says you are. And then you're making concessions for those thoughts. And then you're finding yourself willingly doing something. How do I want to say this? How did I end up here? You hit that spot where you're just like, what? how did I end up here? You let a thought take root and take you that direction. What if? What if I just do this? Or I'll just have one. Or I'll just, you know, call them and speak to them nicely. Or whatever. And really down inside, you just wanted to let them have it. Tell them off. Because your heart and the thoughts that you've thought on weeks after week after week, and then you have a situation where they might have had a bad day or they, they had stuff going on, and, and you're thinking ill will towards that person, and the next thing you know, you're, I mean, your mind's just so clouded up, and you say, hey, how's it going? They didn't hear you and kept on walking, and then you're just like, forget you. <laughs> they didn't hear you. Well, they, got, they have an earbud that you didn't see, and they've got something going on in there, and they're, you know, listening to the pastor, whoever, you know, just, 
Praise God. And didn't hear you and you're walking away. And you've let so many negative thoughts take hold of you. And they, I mean, they didn't look you square in the eye. And then now that's a problem, you know, whatever. <laughs> Hello, I've been there. Constantly renewing our mind. Transforming our mind to what God says. And letting love walk. But the thoughts and intents of the heart, I find that, you know... That's why, like, you know, some people will say, you know, Lord, forgive me for having that thought. What, what, did you act on it? No. I understand what you're talking about by Lord, forgive me, but that's called just casting it down. He never said repent for having thoughts. Because the enemy will throw thoughts in your mind that's not your responsibility. He wants you to grab a hold of the thought. Right? It's like, yeah, well, I'm moving on from that. But <laughs> Ephesians 4 22, 24. Well, let's start in verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity or devoid of truth of their mind. Having the understanding darkened and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. They're being unteachable. They're not renewing their mind to what's being said. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness, uncontrolled lust. Right? Just... That word lasciviousness just sounds achy anyway, right? Lasciviousness. <laughs> to work all, unclean, all cleanness with greediness, but you have not learned Christ. If so, that you have heard Him and have been taught by Him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off... That's our responsibility. The, concerning the former conversation, the old man, or the characteristic of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on, thank God for the new man, which is after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So in the Greek language, conversation is defined as behavior. So you can sit there and say that you put off concerning the former behavior of the old man. How many have gone through a change of behavior? And we still go through a change of behavior. Nobody has arrived to a perfect thing. If you are, you're going to be like Enoch. I, I, that's how I believe. Like, if you've come to a per, point of perfection, Jesus is probably going to be like, uh, yep, you just, you just need to come up here. <laughs> Ain't nobody made it that far. I renew my mind to drivers every day. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. All right? Listen, I mean, there's times where I'm in the road, and, and I mean... Twice in the last two weeks, I've had people get in my lane, head on, I mean, head on on a two-lane country road. I'm thinking, what are they doing? I've only got a ditch or a ditch. I don't know. And, you know, they, they, 
and I've had some opportunities to, you know, say, what are you doing? <laughs> Not saying, I, you know, just anger. Not saying anything bad, just anger. Automatically responding with anger. So to say, hey, Lord, protect them. Whatever it is that's distracting them, remove it in Jesus' name. You know, and thinking about them, get upset that they're driving slow or whatever. It's the long one on the right. (laughs) The word says go forth. You know, whatever it is that you want to use. But the intents of my heart was not renewed to walking in love, loving my neighbor as myself. Who is my neighbor? Everybody that you encounter. On the road, off the road, anywhere. And I've had, you know, I mean, that's, that's a point of, because everybody thinks when they're born, they're the perfect driver or something. I don't know. I did that. I'm, you know, I got it. The first time, the first time that I have, I, I got my license and I went to a job site with my uh, then brother-in-law and his crew. And I was like, okay, I have my car, got my license, 16. I get in the car, and they said, well, you're, you'll drive us. We'll go to lunch, because I had a car, and I'm just kind of doing summer work with them. I was still in high school. And they said, well, you'll drive. We're going to go to lunch and leave the trucks. And I said, okay, awesome. Get to show off my driving skills. Wah-bam! Hit the truck in front of me. <laughs> and here I am, thinking I was just, I'm good. I got this. Talk about humility after that, boy. I've had to renew my mind to that gear shift. Which one was it? it was on. We all do it. We all do it, though. We all go through these minds where, you know, these, these mindsets that we have that, you know, we got this. Well, see, when you're talking about your behavior, it changes with what thoughts you have. It does. Because if you're, a, you're of a joyful mind, you'll have a joyful countenance. If you're of a fearful mind, you'll have a fearful countenance. Behavior. You'll react in fear to things. If you've got a faith mindset, when you encounter stuff, you'll start reacting in faith to it. Amen? Verse 23 says, be renewed. That renewed means renovate, to make new. In the Webster's 1828, that means, uh, uh, that's, that's what that means, is renovate, to make new. And I want to point it out, it's not to rearrange. Rearranging, you can only rearrange what you have. Make new is, is re- change, change it up. We made the sanctuary carpet, we made it new. We renovated. Right? Out with the old, in with the new. Right? That's what that word's talking about. We want to renovate. we got to make new some of these behaviors. So if you're reacting carnally here, then the carnal mind hasn't been renewed to spiritual thinking. If you're always reacting, like we use, for example, for the drivers, you're always reacting carnally. 
bitterly or whatever. You're not renewing yourself to who you are in Christ and the Spirit. There have been times that I have prayed, Lord, translate me around this car. But even then I have to catch myself. Am I saying that because I'm really, you know, like I really am time crunched? Maybe I should have left early. Or just let patience have her perfect work in me and walk in love with that person. We don't know what's going on. They could be sobbing behind the wheel because of a lost family member. Or there could be something going on. They're just depressed and they need somebody to reach out and show them love. And here we are getting behind them and screaming at them through our windshield. (laughs) Not sending a rightful prayer or a rightful uh, thought towards them. Because that, that anger is not affecting that driver. I'm sure I've had some angry drivers. Right? Didn't affect me none. I got to where I was going. So that thought, when you start having towards that driver or, or any situation, that person or, or any situation, that's only hurting you. Renewing our mind. We want to make sure that we're not being controlled carnally about situations. We're not throwing fits, tempers. We're being angry, lying, cheating. We're not, we're not going to be carnally minded. I'm choosing to renew my mind to the spiritual things, to what God's word says about these situations. Amen? So disengage from the carnal thinking and think from the spiritually alive person that you are. You and I are spiritually alive. We are spiritually alive right now. We have access to the knowledge and wisdom of God. He says, if anybody lack wisdom, let them ask. Are we asking for wisdom? Are we asking for the answer? Are we thinking about the answer? Are we still continuing in a carnal way of thinking? And still trying to figure out why this hasn't moved? Renewing our mind is a big part of seeing our world change or that situation change. Starting to look at it through the eyes of hope. Not just through the eyes of what is or what feels like. Verse 24 says, put on the new man. So this is, an account, this is a countenance. The renewed mind responds consistently to, to the direction of God's word. That's the new renovated mindset that we have. When we have that, when we are always hearing what the Holy Spirit has to say to us, we are constantly renewing our mind to whatever that situation might be. Because we're hearing accurately. We're hearing. We're automatically responding. So when a thought comes into our life that may not be holy, we immediately go, that's not of God. We'll cast it down. What does casting it down mean? Not taking it. Jeremy was reading Matthew 6. Take no thought. Take no thought. So thoughts are taken. Right? So what do you mean exactly with taking a thought? Well, taking a thought... Is, is dwelling on it. Taking a thought is accepting it as truth. When it's not. Unless it's the word of God that comes into your mind. But the enemy, when you take a thought of the enemy, is you're accepting that, situ- that, that whatever it is. Oh, did you hear about Aunt May? She's got the cancer. You've, you've 
started taking that thought, oh, how, what is it? What kind? Well, let's pray. How about that? Let's renew our mind to be like, well, uh, Aunt May's a believer. If anybody has an Aunt May in here, just using that as an example. Aunt May is a believer. Let's get into faith. Matthew 18, 19 says, if we come into agreement, it'll be done. Let's pray for that. Not, not opening the door to caring about what's happening and accepting what the enemy is saying, or it could be you. The doctor could be saying something. Well, this is what this is. Are you going to take what the doctor said, that thought? Now, that might be a fact, but truth trumps fact. So that renewal of the mind is always filtering and filing the truth of the Word of God for every situation in your life. Is it causing fear? Is a fear thought coming up in your mind? Go through the filter of the Word of God. No, no, I renew my mind to that. He said, no, fear not. So I'm not going to fear. Oh, <clears throat> is, that, is that sickness? Go through the word of, file of the cabinet. Nope, by his stripes I am healed. I'm renewed my mind. I am walking in healing. That's the renewing of the mind. That's not taking the thought. That's casting it down and taking, and taking that thought into subjection to the word of God. Right? Praise God. So Romans 8, verse 1, starts off and says, Therefore there is now no condemnation to those, to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus praise God, has made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. For what the law could not do, and that that it was weak through the flesh, God sent His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Thank God. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Hmm. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity or the enemy against God. And it is not subject to the law of God, neither, uh, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. That's the reason why we have to renew our mind to the things of the Spirit. We have to do that. So the mind, carnal or spiritual, will direct your manner of life, exactly like we were saying at the beginning in Proverbs. As a man thinks, so is he. If you're thinking spiritually, life and peace. If you're thinking carnally, death. What it says. If the mind is dominated by the flesh, right? Having lasciviousness, that, that word again, uncontrolled lust, everything that you can think of like just n- nasty. If your mind is starting to go on, thinking on those things that are not of God, provision of death and destruction will be the result. <clears throat> provision of death and destruction. That's what the word of God says. 
So if you allow the born-again spirit, directed and guided by the Spirit of God, to dominate, control, direct, and set up boundaries, establish goals, renew your mind to what God is saying, then you will experience the kingdom provision and life, and peace will be the result. Peace will be the result. Life and peace. Life and peace. Praise God. So life and peace will be the result of that. Amen? Praise the Lord. So it's important, number one, to surround yourselves, right, with those in the faith. You've got to surround yourselves with those in the faith because people will influence your thoughts. Listen, guys. People, people will influence your thoughts. That's why we as a faith family come together. It's not just so we can have numbers in the chairs and, or anything. It's because your livelihood is also depending on the, the growth and development of your, as, uh, renewing your mind to things. There are people in here that have spoken things to me that has encouraged me. And, and reminded me of the new person, I, who I am in Christ about things. Some of y'all work secular jobs outside the church. You need faith buddies. Because of the inundation that happens on those job sites. I, I, I work secular jobs. Remember the Marine Corps? That you need that encouragement. You need that mind brainwashing. You need the scrubbing. Right? Praise the Lord. So it's also important to watch what we open ourselves up to. Because television shows, songs, lyrics, uh, 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 movies, thing, you know, YouTube videos even. Whatever it is that you want, want to put in there. It is opening doors of thoughts for you. They're spiritual. Thoughts are spiritual. We'll, we'll probably get to it, but it's be renewed in the spirit of your mind. What is that? Thoughts. The spirit of your mind. What is the spirit of your mind? The things that you think on. The things that you accept. So you also want to govern the mind against Anxious thoughts. Anxious. Anxious. <laughs> anxious thoughts. Now I'm saying it all weird. You don't want to have care and carry the care. Philippians 4 6. Praise God. Oh, praise God. God's good to us. Amen. We're renewing our mind. Aren't you glad He's given us a way to do it? Aren't you glad that he's, he's given us the opportunity to change our mind and show us how it's done? Amen? Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. Keep your hearts and minds through through Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, 
Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received. We're receivers, right? We're receiving mind renewal. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. So verse 7, God's peace shall be yours. Verse 8 is the parameters of the spiritual thoughts. So what are we supposed to think on, Pastor Ron? Verse 8 lays out what we are supposed to be thinking on. If there's something good, if there's something lovely, those are your spiritual parameters of your... What's, what do you need to think on? If I can't think fear thoughts, what do I need to think on? Well, there you go. True, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest. They're just, pure. And verse 9 is the working and the operation of God's peace. Those are the working and operation of God's peace. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. Thank God for our pastors been an example of these things where we see it and we can apply it in practical ways and grow. Amen? 1 Peter 1. First Peter chapter 1, verse 13 says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end, uh, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus. And the Amplified, it says, So brace up your minds, be sober, circumspect, morally alert. Set your hope wholly and unchangeably on the grace, divine favor, that is coming to you when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is revealed. Verse 14, Live as children of obedience to God, do not conform yourselves to the evil desires. There's that conform again. We don't want to be conformed to the world. Or in this case, do not be conformed to the evil desires that governed you. Used to. Not anymore. Kind of blows out those waters and be like, well, God understands. Well, He's, he's talking about a whole renovation of you. The things that governed you, the things that you thought were the right way to go, the things that you thought. In Isaiah, he says, uh, my thoughts, not yours. My ways, not your ways. So there's a transformation that God is expecting us to grow to, get to, and we do it one step at a time with the renewing of the mind process. So let me finish that. To the evil desires that governed you in your former ignorance, when you did not know the requirements of the gospel. That's why it's important to be rooted in the word. When we come together, it's like I said, my intention when I come here is to apply what is being said. Not just, ooh, feel good, praise God. We shouted, ran around the building, sweated 50 pounds of water, and then ran home. No. I sweat a lot. 
No. My intention, bending my thought to do, stretching my thought to do. So when I hear something and I see something in the Word that, go, that, that, that takes away the former governed state of mind that I have, right? Walking in love. That's a continual mind renewal process of mine. You can continue to grow in walking in love. You can continue that. And when you exercise, you know what? I'm, I'm further along than what I was a few years back. And I believe that we'll, you know what? In a few more years, I'll be way more advanced than where I'm now. Because you know what? We are growing. We are renewing our mind. It's something we do every day. It's something we do every day. Even as believers, we don't ever stop renewing our mind. 2 Corinthians 10.4. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 10, verse 4, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty... Through God, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now verse 5, we've been saying this. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of of Christ. There are three levels of a mental process here. Thoughts. And of course we talked about it a while ago. Matthew 6 says take no thought. You have to be selective with your thoughts. You just can't let little, every little old thought run loose in that brain of yours. And mine. I'm, I'm applying myself. Okay. Imagination. Is the second one. That's your mental imagining, and it produces behavior. You start imagining yourself being certain, uh, a, a certain way, you'll start acting that way. Think CB. You'll start imagining that. You start seeing yourself, uh, uh, whatever it might be. Maybe um, you want to be a firefighter. You start imagining yourself being a firefighter, and you start picturing yourself doing that. And you'll get into thinking about that way and you'll start going. I did that with the Marines. I mean, I did that. I, it was funny because I was going through some old, old school stuff. And when I was in sixth grade, I talked about either joining the military or becoming a police officer. And, uh, and it's funny because I used to have camouflage when I was a kid and always looking at everything that was military and, and all that stuff. And I went that way because I was imagining myself in that, in that spot. And eventually that thought just kept coming back. I should go do this. I want to go do this. Let's go do this. And that turned into an action. The intent went that way. So imagination, some mental imagining produces behavior. And the last one, stronghold. This represents the highest mental process. Reoccurs consistently. It's opposite of a good habit. It's opposite of a good habit. Stronghold. There are strongholds in our life that we can break easily with renewing our mind. To start changing the way we think about that habit. Changing our mind. Changing the way we view certain things in our life 
will change the world that we live in. Changing, renewing our mind to it. Because stronghold, I mean, like I said, eight and a half years, that was a stronghold. I mean, it wasn't a whole lifestyle, but eight and a half, well, I mean, technically 12 years I was gone. So technically 12 years, I've had 12 years of just this stronghold mindset that I've let take root. Well, it took a minute to pull up the weeds. I had to renew my mind to it. It didn't happen overnight. But I started somewhere. I took the first step and started renewing my... And taking those strongholds and start hacking at it and taking it down. Why? With every day renewing my mind to the Word of God about whatever the situation is. Fearing death early. I faced that. I mean, anybody joining the military would probably have that crossed their mind a few times. Like, But it stayed with me because I thought about it so much. I had to renew my mind. With long life, he will satisfy me. If you're my friend, get ready. I will be an old man before I die. Renewing of the mind is something we do every day, guys. Family, it is important. You find yourself in a situation that you're just not... You adjust it. Adjust the mindset that you have. When you wake up in the morning and you think, Ugh. listen, I, I'm going to say this. You... This might apply to the women in here, if I, if I can speak to you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Every one of you. And when you get up in the morning, you start looking at yourself in the mirror, and you're getting yourself ready. Don't look at, oh, whatever it is. I'm not even going to try to attempt. <laughs> I'm going to keep it safe. But I really want to encourage you. Renew your mind to that scripture. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a daughter of God. He made you exactly the way he made you. And if you want something changed, renew your mind to it. But don't. Put yourself under. Don't keep the thought of you're not good enough. You don't look good enough. I've got these problems. To rule your mind and steal your freedom to just... Uh, 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 from, a, from what God said you were, when the answer is just a simple mind change, a mind adjustment, of who you are in Christ. Because when you think you are, that's the way you'll be. Praise God. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I work on this. I've got to look in the mirror too and I sit there and say, you know what? I am who God told me I am. I can do what God told me I can be. I got to renew my mind to certain things. Praise the Lord. I don't know what my wife sees in me, but she's. I'm blessed. Praise God.
So did you get something out of that tonight? Mind renewal. Mind renewal. Change your mind, change your world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for answers, Lord. We thank you for direction. We thank you, Lord, for your, your guidance and all that we do, Lord. Lord, teach us how to renew our mind every day. Show us what needs to be renewed so we can walk in the fullness of your blessing, Lord. Walk in the fullness of your, uh, your characteristics, Lord. Your character. Let it be developed in us more and more. And I thank you, Lord, for the peace that passes all understanding, being, being in our hearts and our minds, guarding our hearts and minds, Lord. And I thank you for it. I thank you, Lord, for the prosperity of your servants, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you keep us in our comings and our goings. We glorify you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, let's stand to our feet.